this podcast like a pill. You have to laugh. Hello, our lovely listeners. We are here in the studio today with our very own, very popular Beth Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you inserted very popular. You got to push your mic down a little. Oh, there you go. Uh -huh. Yep. It's real time here, folks. I'm a professional, okay? <laughs> I don't need Michelle telling me what to do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Beth has something very rare and special today, and I don't even know all of it. So this is a real time reaction from me today and I'm just going <laughs> to let her tell you about it because she'll give it its proper dues. And everyone, let's welcome Beth Roman. <laughs> it's me. It's you. <laughs> and also in the studio is Michelle Patterson. Well, I so. also am here. <laughs> <laughs> We're Beth and Michelle. Um, this, today, the story I'm telling is a shout out to my lovely grandmother this is a oh, okay hold on you guys just technical adjustments everyone a minute here okay there we go yeah <clears throat> um this is a shout out to my grandma and i would want to just dedicate this to her and also to my aunts who my aunt anita and my aunt debbie who will understand why this is so well and anyone that was related to her will understand why this is so funny and wait a second wait a second aunt anita is on that's our, that's our right instagram page reacting to dad my dad's story about <laughs> what was it? Which one was um it? the one where <laughs> oh where my mom your mom was like i don't want to resuscitate you <laughs> And Aunt Anita was enjoying a cigarette and the story That's of the story right. was so good. Aunt Anita, you She's are famous. the one that put us on the map. Honestly, <laughs> you were our promo video Let's that week. Let's go. Okay, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> so, no, that, um, yeah. Aunt Anita. Aunt Anita and Aunt Debbie, this is dedicated to your mother and my grandmother. Excellent. And I'm giving a shout out to you. Mm -hmm. um, but also to her mother, my great-grandma, Willie Johnston. <laughs> Why is there a Willie, Willie. who is a great-grandma? I'm talking this woman. Okay, she is, she should be famous. She should go down in infamy for being such an interesting human being. And after I tell you the story and also read the story, you will understand why. And there will be pictures. Oh, We're going to yes. post the pictures of this event online so that everyone can laugh along with me. I hope it's as funny to everyone else as it is to me. I <laughs> can just say that this is a just like the tiniest snippet of what it was like to be around these people. Every time <laughs> I went to my great granny's house and would sit in her living room, I would sit there thinking... I am blood related to these people. <laughs> this is actually happening. This isn't a movie. This is real life. And they were just the most outrageous human beings. So um, at one point when um, they were all, and when I say when they were all grown adults, I don't mean like in their 20s and 30s. I mean like in their 60s. They decided to sit with their mom and write a story, make up a story about how they were all like 
Wild West gangsters <laughs> in this posse, as they call themselves, in this story. And they all sat around laughing and made up, they gave themselves aliases and made up this entire story and then did a photo shoot what of the them, heck? of my great granny busting them all out of jail. <laughs> Which is just so. Is this what people do when they're retired? <laughs> I mean, the people in my family. Clearly, you know what? I'm bored. Let's make up a story and do <laughs> do a photo shoot with our 80 year old mom. Yeah, that checks out. That checks we out. pretend to be criminals. <laughs> oh my word! Oh gosh. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna read you the story of. The Johnston Posse. I don't know what they actually call themselves. We'll find out as we read on. Okay. OMG. And <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I haven't read this in a really long time. So I hope that I don't start laughing so hard that I can't. I hope that you do. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> Settle in, children. It's story time with Beth and Michelle. Okay. <laughs> No one really knew where Willie Johnston, alias Mad Dog Johnston, came from. She would just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten what it says. She would just appear. But just one look at those deadly piercing eyes. Everyone knew to clear the way. She mm -hmm. rode into this western town known as Texola, Oklahoma. <laughs> she settled in a wooded area they called Shady Acres. Yeah, they did. Okay, they did not call it Shady Acres. <laughs> that is one of the fictional parts of the story. Is Texola real? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did they live there? Have you never put your foot on one side of Texas and one side of Oklahoma? Oh, that's Texoma. Texola is also real. Yes, and oh. they did live there. They okay. did live there, okay. yeah. Known as Texola, Oklahoma, she settled in a wooded area they called Shady Acres. Things were peaceful for a time, and her, her firstborn child was born. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Which later acquired the name of Lavella the Butcher. <laughs> My God, that's not my, upon birth, but maybe later. This is no, my baby. She was born. Lavella the butcher. <laughs> no, she said later. She said later. Later acquired. Lavella was my grandmother. My dad's mom. <laughs> so they're using. She's using their real names, but then giving them get, like a subtitle. Yeah. This is their okay, alias. Okay. The, the butcher. butcher. <laughs> she's better, aka the butcher. Thanks. We're peaceful for a time. I love that it was peaceful until my grandma was born. <laughs> well, she was destined to be butcher. the butcher. She was born the butcher. <laughs> Things were peaceful for a time, and her firstborn child was born, which later acquired the name of Lavella the Butcher. History tell us tells us she once admired a necklace that <laughs> that a lady was wearing. History tells us this, you guys. History tells us. <laughs> She once admired a necklace that a lady was wearing. She asked for the necklace, and she wouldn't give it up willingly, so she cut her head off and got it. Well, that escalated rapidly. You're not giving me that necklace? How old was the butcher? Also, I feel like... You could have just yanked it. Why did you have to cut that her head off? That is a good point. I feel like the cutting of the head would have taken a while. Yeah, they're going straight for the violence in this story. I love it so much. <laughs> when Mad Dog... Now, does anyone remember who Mad Dog is? Let um, me go back. That's Willie Johnston, my great-grandmother. Your great-grandma, Mad Dog. When Mad, Mad Dog. Dog was almost two years old... A 
no, they, that's a mistake. They, they meant to write Butcher. When Butcher was almost two years old, a brother was born. That later became known as D.L., alias Toad the Strangler. Wait a he minute, was... wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Toad was his nickname in real life. But what's DL? What's DL? I don't actually know what you DL stands I just always called him DL. And then one day he said, darling, call me Toad. Everybody else does. And I was like, <laughs> you have a nickname for your nickname? <laughs> I was like, Uncle DL, great, gr- granny wants you. And he was like, darling, call me Toad. That's what everybody else does. I, I like, will no, never so. ask someone to call me Toad. <laughs> It's happened, but I did not did not ask for it. <laughs> Maybe Toad the Strangler. Okay, okay. what the heck? Alias Toad the Strangler. He was feared by everyone as he would just seem to appear all of a sudden, just like his mom, <laughs> and ride off with his victim lying strangled. He learned how to strangle from his maw. There it is. Oh, my word. She would let him out of... <laughs> very early age, strangle their pet cats and dogs for breakfast. You didn't tell me about this. This is outrageous. Peter's going to be at us. Hey, it wasn't me. It was my great grandma. She let him do it. You're not accountable for the sins of your forefathers <laughs> and mothers, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, she so- let him do it. Look, he needed the practice oh my God. for their posse. No. <laughs> A few years later, another daughter was born. Imogene was the... I know some of you are going to come at me and be like, it's Imogen. No, it is not. If you're born in Texola, it's Imogene. Okay? Imogene was the name given to her, but later on, she became known as Hacksaw Jinky. She wait, could wait, 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 Axel, what? Jinky, that was her nickname. So Toad and Jinky, these were their actual nicknames that people nickname. called them. She could do more damage and quick as lightning with a hacksaw blade. She kept one in her sleeve, and with a flash, she could tear her victim to pieces. The younger brother was born a few years later. Okay, guys, prepare yourselves, oh, all no. right? Prepare yourselves for this, this nickname, okay? Oh, no. The younger brother was born a few years later, and his name was Clint. He later was called Bone Crusher Petus. I need a minute. <laughs> Three older siblings <sighs> who nicknamed him Petus. P E T U S. That's what right. What is that word? Well, it's penis with a T. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they got away with calling him that. <laughs> and they openly called him Petus all the time. <laughs> No. Amen. Yes, they sure That's did. That's not what they meant. The, oh, not. come on now. Do, is yes. It, is, did you call him Peter? Never. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even you know f- Toad was Toad until I was like 15. I definitely never called him Peter. <laughs> and they couldn't, I'm telling you, they couldn't say his name without looking at each other and laughing. My poor Uncle Clint. As 70 year olds, they'd be like, hey, Peter. <laughs> Unbelievable. Who is your family? Amazing. <laughs> See what I mean? When I said I sat in the room, like, is this happening? Is this real? It, yeah. yeah. Now you can see what's happening. Okay. Why. Okay. Things were peaceful for a few years between the hacksawing and the strangling and the cutting off of heads that I'm adding. That's my editorial in this story. And, um, no, wait. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
He later was called Bone Crusher Petus. Mm-hmm. The ma and older brother and sister taught him all the tricks of their trade and oh. ways of life. Oh. My accent's going to start coming out even I love more. It. Go, go. Things were peaceful for a few years until the sheriff and posse um, took the ma, oh, until the sheriff and their posse took the ma to jail. She oh. was alone and they took her. Her sons and daughters were working in the fields, and when they learned about the arrest, they immediately knew what had to be done. Ma had to be sprung. When they rode into town and saw Ma looking through the bars of <laughs> all hell broke There's a picture to go with this one. Yes, there's pictures. It. There's pictures. I've seen it. When they, when they rode into town and saw Ma looking through the bars, all hell broke loose. Ugh. It was a day Texola will never forget. Terror reigned that day. Lordy, lordy. The end. <laughs> so that's kind of, that leaves a lot to the imagination. Terror reigned that day. Okay, if, if I just got this to say. If cat and dog strangling is just mere practice <laughs> behavior, we've got a butcher, a pedis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got a butcher, a <laughs> a mad dog. What That's else? Right. Yeah. Jinky. Okay, uh, there's Jinky the st- what? St- no. Toad the Strangler. Oh, yeah. Toad the Strangler. Hacksaw Jinky. Hacksaw. Lavella the Butcher. Lavella the Butcher. If that's just their everyday like way of life, <laughs> then Reign of Terror or whatever they just said, mm, mm-hmm. it, you just can't, you can't catch it. You in better mind. put your pets inside. That's what I know. <laughs> oh, my God. So let me ask you now, how old were you when you first read this story? Um, I mean, I would have had to be in like 12 or something. And what, were you afraid? No, I was like, that's right, Mad Dog. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> totally. I mean, there was so much laughter. The, I mean, here's the other thing. These human beings that made up and wrote this story thought it was hysterical. Of course they, they thought did. it was hilarious and they wanted everyone to see the pictures and be read this. Nuh-uh. This story was read like a trillion times. Nuh-uh. And we always laughed just like I just did. It's just so ridiculous. And wow, okay. So. And then my great granny, great granny was part of writing this. So she definitely had veto rights when it came to calling her mad dog. She was down with that. That I have a lot of respect for her. I mean, for that. she's like, that's right, mad dog, put it in there. And what is also funny about the pictures is that they aren't wearing Western wear. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing their 1970s or 80s era mm-hmm. regular day clothes. Probably it was the 80s, but it's probably 1970s era clothing. <laughs> Well, whatever. Something They're that regular. came from Thrift Town down the street. Yep, yep. Yeah. I just, what I love, and guys, you'll see when you see the pictures, <laughs> is that no one seems to be being drug along no, in no. the re- reenactment of this story. They seem like they are all, either she's got this strange power over them and can make <laughs> them do whatever she wants. Now that is true. Okay, yeah. so that's probably yeah, there's yeah, there, that. there is one. Is Clint the tall one? Uh, DL. Toad. Toad. Toad looks a little disoriented in one of those pictures. Mm-hmm. He looks like, I don't know. Uh, what are we doing? Well, he's shifty, so he always looked like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I know you feel a sense of pride that this is what your family was up to. I mean. 
mean, yeah. I'm thinking, <laughs> what was it like when they had more energy? Like this was in their 60s <laughs> and 70s. What happened when that? Yeah, that's right. They were out in the fields when Ma got literally, arrested. Literally, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, so amazing. There are so many stories that I could tell on that family. So so many, but we'll save that for another day. Yeah, I we, will. We're gonna tease that out for mm-hmm. like years. Yeah, I can give the. This is just a little taste. So I don't know how, well, it's because he wasn't alive at this time, but my great granddad didn't make it in this story, but he was, I mean, the patriarch of this bananas family. And oh yes, I saw his picture. Yes. Yes. He, so this is just a little taste of what it was like being raised by these people. My grandpa, he, um, had, had a stroke and so he couldn't, he couldn't walk. He was Mm. in a wheelchair and stuff and he had, at this old timey hospital bed in their bedroom, oh, wow. which was like, it looked like a giant crib and it had um, like a swinging bar above it so he could lift oh, right. himself up. Yep. And um, at night, grandma would wheel him in there and help him get in his crib. <laughs> and I, we all went in there to tell him goodnight one night. And I went in there and I was like, what's that bar for above your bed? And he said... Just like instantly. Well, you know, it gets real boring laying in here at night sometimes. So your grandmother comes in here and does acrobatics off that bar. (laughs) And I was like, how does she get herself so little? (laughs) So weird. I 100% believed him. I did not. And no one laughed. It was just like it was a fact that she installed that bar to entertain him. And truth be told, you don't know. Yeah, that you know what? That is true. That is true. How who it are you to say? It could have happened. It could have happened. But yeah, so that's just a little taste of what Buck Johnston Come was on, like. Buck. Willie and Buck. They had that sign on the butt right next to their door. Willie and Buck Johnston. Okay. Can I just say, you and I have talked about this several times that <laughs> And I'm thinking about Buck in particular. People who've suffered, they have a choice to get bitter and yucky or to retain their sense of humor and their light in the world. And this story says to me that Buck had all pistons firing and was Mm -hmm. still wanting to be a funny guy. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could have known Buck. Oh, man. Yeah, Buck was funny. Buck was a funny guy. He also told me he had dentures that he would constantly spit out to scare us. And (laughs) I asked him where they came from, and he told me that he... This is how he told me the story. You know, one day I was sick of not having teeth. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as one does. One day I was sick of not having teeth. So I walked out there into the woods and I saw this bear and I thought, you know, I, I'm just going to take his teeth. And so I snatched his teeth right out of his head. <laughs> That's where he told me his dentures came from. And also, I believe that story too. Oh my gosh. It's like my grandpa has bear teeth <laughs> did you tell that other people funny. that because that... well sure yeah. i was like oh my grandpa got his teeth from a bear i think it was probably <laughs> later when my pa- my parents probably overheard me saying that that they were like no 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 <laughs> they are not from a bear <laughs> no <laughs> why do you or actually maybe they were just like that's right that's right, because <laughs> my dad probably did want to perpetuate that and the just myth, let me yes. believe it as yeah, the myth. Yes. The legend. Buck Johnston. Okay, I this is spawning an idea for me about 
stories, a couple that I have to tell you about my grandpa, who Lay it was on me. a humorist <laughs> to the end. Um, he was from Liverpool and came to Canada with the uh, Royal Air Force. Way fancier than Buck Johnson. <laughs> uh, have you been to Liverpool? <laughs> All I know is that I'm an American and England is fancy. Okay. <laughs> well, we live anywhere in the UK is fancy compared to America. <laughs> Merca. Oh my God. So, um, so he was hysterical and loved to play practical jokes. And I, of course, was there for this, but I don't remember it. My mom just recounts this story to me where... My grandpa was supposed to be babysitting my brother and I, <laughs> Emma, and they had a big picture window that looked out onto where people would pull, pull up uh-huh. and walk up the um, sidewalk to the door. So, so you could, <laughs> s- like, great big picture window. And my mom was maybe a couple minutes late. I'm not sure on that one. But when she pulled up and got out of the car to walk to the front door, she saw him standing there with a the baby in his arms and was like, oh, that's sweet. There's my dad holding Darren. That's my brother. And when he saw her, he shot her look and threw that baby to the ground. And it was a doll. But of course, my, and you know, I know this about him. He, he fashioned this idea and then stood there forever. Waiting to do this. Who, know what was, who knows what was happening with the actual children? <laughs> Who was watching us? I don't know. Grandpa was playing a practical joke. He had a baby doll. He was only concerned about that baby doll. And like staged pranks where his like his wheels were always going on how he could get someone. And one day uh, when I was 12, I was a collector and lover of teddy bears. And I had bear. My whole room was teddy bears, all sizes from all over the world. And my grandpa had been there for the weekend and they were packing up to go. (laughs) And without telling me, he just started armful by armful. (laughs) He had like a camper van loading up all my teddy bears into his (laughs) camper. He had like 75% of them moved from my room before I noticed grandpa with arms full of giant teddy bears. And I was like, what are you doing, Papa? So, you know, he planned that and he just carried it out. Without tipping his hand, he's like just carrying it out, waiting for me right. to notice. <laughs> it's the slow burn yeah. that makes it so yeah. good. And the most poignant one that oh, I will never so ever funny. forget is we were on holiday. My mom and I were on holiday with him and my grandma, and we were staying in one of those hotels that has a courtyard in the middle. And so all all the rooms there are rooms that face the courtyard with the balcony, mm-hmm. and in the courtyard is where the pool is and right. where the restaurant is and all a that. Good old Holiday Inn or something, something like yeah. that. Yeah, with like like Courtyard Marriott or something. Yeah, look yep. down. Yep, yep. And um, my mom and my grandma and I all went to the swimming pool, and he didn't want to go. And so we <laughs> we all went down and did our thing. And then we were coming back to the room. He planned this. He, you know he was watching us. He was waiting to see when we would head back up. And he could see. He had all the reconnaissance. Is this why he didn't want to go with you? Was it I, pre-planned before? You know what, Beth? I wonder. I wonder when he hatches these plans. Like, Two days before. Yeah, he's like, like, I can't wait till they want to go to the pool. <laughs> Did he like when my mom was like, "Hey, can you watch the kids?" Was he was he already like, "Why, yes, I can." You know what I'm going to do is <laughs> So maybe maybe he's the one that booked this hotel oh. so he could do he's this. Like, Which one has a courtyard? <laughs> So 
So we open the door and all walk in, and he is standing at the window at the balcony with a robe open with both hands, wide as it could be, so that it looked to us like he was flashing the whole corridor. And we howled. And you know he got ultimate gratification from that because... But that's a really funny question to ask, like, how far ahead of time? He's like, we're going to go down to the pool. Want to go? Absolutely not. This is my moment to shine. Well, I'm going to be up here pretending to flash people for the next 30 minutes. And uh, back to Buck, I might ask, how many people had he told that acrobatic joke to? How long? Like, was it just like off the cuff? It was off the cuff. This is one of the things, because also his lies would change all the time. (laughs) He would tell like a same story, but then the details would change. You never knew. We loved for him to read books to us because he would make something up to go with the pictures. It was never (laughs) the same story. So we were like, would you read Cinderella? It's like, what book is it going to be today? And he would just make some crazy nonsense story up. He did stuff like that all the time. That's precious too. (laughs) So silly. My grandpa had a, what he called a disobedient station wagon. (laughs) And if I was ever come, my brother and I are coming to stay at their house. (laughs) He would ask me, uh, he would say he's going to get gas. Does anybody want to come or some some <laughs> nondescript errand. He would set up the prank. Oh, totally. And we knew it. That's the thing. We knew it was going to happen every time, but we liked it so much yes. that we didn't do it. So we'd get in the car, go into some non-fun looking place or fun sounding place, and then he'd begin to act like the car was out of his control. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! And do the steering wheel thing. What the? And then we'd wind up at 7-Eleven to get <laughs> treats, and he'd be like, I can't believe this car. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Unforgettable. That is amazing. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. Okay, wait. This is your mom's dad? Yeah, yeah. And what was his name? Norman the Doorman. <laughs> Norman. Oh, he's Norman. gold. He is oh, gold. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Norman and Buck, they would have been a fast friend. Trickster grandparents. <laughs> Thank the Lord. That yep. They weren't together at the same place with all of their grandkids there. It yep. could have been dangerous. Yeah, it could have been out of control. I'm going to flash the neighbor children while you pretend to wrestle a bear. This is going I to be amazing. I feel kind of sorry for people who had normal grandparents who were like well put together and not ever having any fun. And I feel mm-hmm. like it probably contributed to both of our a wild sense of insanity. Yeah, you know that's true. We Where we read about our grandparents calling themselves butchers and whatever, and that seems normal, <laughs> or loaning pets to their kid to kill so that they can get prepped for posse work. <laughs> that's <laughs> a jury's out on Listen, that. Listen, I know man. you I think this know. is too far, but it is just what was required to survive in the posse. <laughs> It was a dog-eat-dog world, almost literally. (laughs) I love that you said, no, no, no. (laughs) Well, cheers to amazing, hysterical grandparents. Cheers to Norman and Buck and Willie. Oh, my gosh. And can we just say that you are going to thoroughly enjoy 
the Instagram parade that is about to take place. I don't feel like we should hold any one of those pictures back. No, they're all you. Ha- it's a story. They tell a story. You have to see all of them. And when we say like, it would just be like a regular like snap camera with either like an attachable flash Kodak or... film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not it. Disposable. Do you guys know what that is? Uh, yeah, film. not disposable. <laughs> so they had to wait to get the film back. They're just waiting. People, people, and so they lived in Eric, Oklahoma, which you probably have never heard of. It's right on Route 66. I think it has like a population of 100 people. That little gel cell that you will see in the pictures, it's still there. And so you know there's just one place to get your pictures developed and that everyone there knew who my grandmother, yes, Eckerd Drugs. (laughs) How did you know it was Eckerd's? <laughs> I just knew. Not, not CVS or Walgreens. No, no, Don't no, come no. at me with those fancy pharmacies. No. We're talking Eckerd drugs. Eckerd with the blue sign. That's right. And everyone in town knew who my grandmother was. So I'm sure when those pictures came up, they were just like. <laughs> what are they doing? Enjoying themselves so much. Oh, oh what is Willie wanting us to process now? So they just got laughs out of it for years and years. Like you're saying they would read it to for everybody. For years. Yes, they wanted everyone to know this story. And they would all, because we would have Thanksgivings at my great granny's house. So all of them would come, you know, all of her kids would show up with their families and we would all sleep in her house and spend the night there and everything. And they would all sit around and do what Michelle and I are doing today, which is just like tell (laughs) stories for hours until we would just cry from laughter. And it was, they were so, it was, you know, they would just pick on Petus endlessly. And oh my gosh, my poor Uncle Clint. (laughs) Uncle Clint, too, the sad thing about calling him Petus and picking on him was that he was the sweetest human being he was so quiet yeah i was the youngest he was so sweet he was so quiet and they just like they gave him heck oh my gosh it was so funny well i feel grateful to your family for imparting (laughs) storytelling to you because it's making this possible (laughs) yes so listen if you listeners if you have a story about your grandparents yes we are about to hack um doing remote podcasts we're about to hack it we're going to figure it out. We are smart enough or we know by people we, that are. Michelle means her. Because well, by, I, and she's by doing me, all the technical I mean work. Barry. So <laughs> Barry. Barry already knows how. It's just that the difference between me and him is I'm like, how fast can we do it? How fast? How fast? How many things do I not have to learn? And he's like, well, you can do it that way. It'll be crappy, but you can do it. That's that's the tension that's keeping us from doing that right mm. now. But we have a, we have one friend that we cannot wait to get. We have several that we can't wait mm-hmm. to get on the screen. So do not hold back. Even if you can't come to Colorado, if you have a grandparent story, yes. we'd like to hear it. If you have also, funny grandparents. Yes, right in story. If you don't want to be recorded if you want someone else to tell your hilarious story obviously we can do that you just did it today. <laughs> we just did it from the grave to the microphone today <laughs> from the past the annals of history as it says in the story as history would say it tell it um write in write us your hilarious stories we'll give you credit don't worry we won't steal your family history we j- we want all the good stories so if you want to be recorded on zoom or if you want to send in a story 
let us know. Let's go. Grandparent stories. Today we're requesting grandparent stories. Please, bring them on. Probably by the time we come, we won't remember what we requested. But if you've got them, <laughs> send them in. Send it in and you can um, DM us on Instagram or you can hit our link tree there and find out how to email us as well. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Theme song written by Michelle Patterson, arranged and performed by Mark and Christy Bovey. You can find Christy Bovey at Voice Love Company on YouTube. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Pop this podcast like a pill.